Good morning on a Wednesday morning, Pop Down Rivalry followers. We are halfway through the week. Uh, we now know who's going to be in the World Series, but you know what? You guys have already seen it, so we're not going to talk about it. But <laughs> have one of my good buddies back with me, uh, the Mister. Well, we're just going to call him Big Brother Jake, okay? Because we're not even going to use the whole government name thing. He puts it on social media. He thinks it's funny. I think it's funny. Uh, Jake, it's how funny. are you doing, man? Man, I'm good, bro. It's good to be back here at Top Fan Robbery, man. It, it's been a long time. I always, I'm always so busy, but, you know, the, the schedule's aligned, the stars aligned, and I'm here, man. I'm ready to rock and roll, and it's good to see you again, Bill. Good to see you, man. I'm so excited that... Listen, you and I are going to talk Dodger baseball, and Lord knows how this is going to go because <laughs> I I honestly – and tell me if I'm wrong. And listen, it's okay. I woke up this morning. Amber's already told me five things that I've done wrong. That's what the ladies do, right? They tell us what we do wrong. <laughs> yeah. But um, tell me if I'm wrong here. The Dodgers are kind of playing with house money because at the beginning of the season when you looked at the rosters on paper – yeah. The championship series was going to be the New York Mets versus the San Diego Padres, period, yeah. on yeah. paper. So the uh -huh. Dodgers, maybe even with the Giants kind of making some moves and the Padres where they were at, the Dodgers could have come in third place this season. They could have. You know, and so were we playing with house money or am I just seeing that differently? No, no, I, I think we were playing with house money, first of all, because the Padres with the third highest bankroll in all of baseball they were already picked to win the West. They were already popping bottles in San Diego because I spent a lot of time between L.A. and San Diego. These cats down there, the fans, everybody, they they thought they had the West won. We have the pitching. We have the, the offense. And they did. But somehow, some way, they, they underutilized it. People didn't you know, live up to expectation, live up to par. The Dodgers weren't really picked to do what they always do, which is win the West. They were, they were written off. So I think they were playing with house money. Nobody thought the Dodgers would go as far as they did, considering, you know, certain factors, certain yeah. pitchers, stuff of that nature. But, yeah, that definitely house money. So to see how far they got to win the West, it, it was a complete surprise to me, to me at least. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I Listen, it was house money. I – I knew we were in trouble the day that Gavin Lux rounded second and uh -oh. pulled it, you know, and was out for the season. I knew yeah. we were, that was trouble, right? Yeah. And now Miguel Rojas turned it on at the end of the season, but he's no Gavin Lux. Yeah. Um, you know, Dustin May goes out. Uh, Clayton Kershaw does what he does. Yeah. Uh, Walker Buehler's not going to come back. Um, we got some people that don't understand how to keep hands off of the, each other and get thrown out of baseball for a while. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's listen I, to come up with a hundred games, a hundred win season out of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and you know, cause there wasn't a lot of consistency in the pitching, like, you know, you were saying and people doing idiotic things off the field uh, that cost the team and themselves a chance to, you know, get really far. I'm really stunned they 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 won the West. I really am. I I really thought San Diego after beating it because I was there last season when I witnessed the the Padres beat the Dodgers in San Diego and started celebrating. That whole town went nuts and we were stuck inside that stadium all night until we could get out. Um, I really thought this year they would translate that success to this season and they didn't do anything of the sort. 
you know, I listen to a lot of local radio down there, and they just ripped apart that team. The fans started trading on them. They lived under expectation. They did not live up to par, and I'm really stunned and surprised. So for the Dodgers to be able to pull off what they did with what they had, it, it really was a surprise to me. And I, I know some people are like, oh, it's the Dodgers. They have a high payroll, blah, 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 whatever. So did the Padres. So did the Mets and all these other teams. So for us to make it as far as we did. And I say we because I could like a check from them. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I was stunned. I was stunned. Yeah, I. Yeah, it was. So let, let's talk about a couple of the highlights. Obviously, Mookie yeah. had. I, first of all, Mookie and Freddie had MVP years. If there wasn't a guy out there that had like 3000 hits and 400 home runs and 6000 stolen bases this season. I mean, he's the MVP, right? <laughs> I, I mean, he, I listen, M- Matt Olson hitting 53. MVP. Mookie Betts doing what he did, MVP. Freddie Freeman doing what he did, MVP, except for you have Ronald Acuna out there. Yeah, exactly. Without Acuna, yeah. It's either Betts or it's either Freeman. But Acuna, hands down, he's running away with that MVP. And if he doesn't, there's something wrong with the voters, man. That That is insane. He's yeah. so, he was so good this year. You know, and to see them flounder is kind of a surprise, too, with, you know, the, 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 the murderer's role they had. So yeah. baseball just so much parody this year. You know, you gotta love it though. That's that's the beauty of this sport. You know, you know, <laughs> somebody said somebody said something to me uh two weeks ago, and I thought, oh, you're right. Because that week off gives you a chance to recoup. It's the all-star break. It's the all-star yeah. break in October. Problem is the problem is is when you come out of the all-star break, it's best of a best of 72, best of 80 games. Yeah. This one is the best of five. And so you can't you, – every mistake that you make is magnified. Every cutoff man that you miss is magnified. Yeah. Every – Corey Seager did something last night that made me scream. But um, did you watch the – I'm sorry, not last – what was – I don't know. Like, a couple of nights ago. It was game, a couple of nights ago. Yeah, it was game six or something like that. I think yeah. it was. Um, he – I get all my days mixed up. He – the other night – he comes up, Marcus Simeon had walked on four pitches. Yeah. Four pitches. And then Corey takes an inside fastball. And then the very next pitch that you know, from Valdez hasn't thrown a strike yet. And Corey swings up at ball six yeah. and flies out to the uh to the shortstop. Oh, and you're fun. shaking your head, going, What are you doing? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? Like, and then they didn't score. I I mean, advantage them when he had thrown six balls in a row, but Corey made one into an out. So yeah, it's just baseball IQ stuff. And so yeah. getting that day off or getting that time off doesn't hurt as long as you play good baseball. I, that's true, too. But, you know, also, these guys are creatures of habit, too. They're used to doing the same thing every single day, like no days off, sometimes doing it 14, 17 days in a row. So I, looking at the Dodgers from that standpoint, I think the time off might have hurt them a little bit. Um, again, because they, they started playing decent. They gel real well together. And then you get tired of playing each other in those inter you know, team squads or whatever. And you want to get down to the, the real thing, the nitty-gritty. These guys were, like, over it and wanting to play. But for whatever reason, they just did not bring that offense to the ballpark. And to see someone as great as Kershaw 
hopefully that's not the last time, but I can't see him getting to any kind of caliber of where he used to be. It's hard to watch. And I really do think that that five days off hurt them more than helped them. Could have for sure. Um, what are your thoughts? So I was, you know, I'm just giving you stuff that I'm hearing, right? Yeah, yeah. So somebody asked me, is Will Smith the best catcher in the National League? And my response is yes, though he's always going to be behind JT Riamuto mm-hmm. um, as far as the popularity contest of the All-Star break is. But is he the best catcher? Maybe. I, I think he is. Uh, he's fundamentally sound. He has offense. You know, um, he he calls good games with his pitchers. Um, I think uh, that whole all-star thing's kind of blown out of proportion. He doesn't care about that. He wants to win World Series titles. He's not worried about, you know, making the all-star team. You know, that's that's all good if you do, but what what's that going to do for you in October? It's it's not going to do a lot. It's a popularity contest. Of course you want to be an all-star, you know, and all the accolades that come with it, especially if you have it written to your contract or you make the all-star team, you get X amount of dollars for doing that. But, yes, I think he's probably the best National League uh, catcher that's that's out there right now. I really do. Who surprised you? Give me two or three players that surprised you this season in a positive sense. Well, it's kind of hard to do, <laughs> but yeah. I think – I think their midseason acquisitions uh, really jump-started the team a lot. Um, they 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 all came on midseason and caught on well, gelled with the players, contributed to helping win the West. But it's really hard for me to pinpoint like one or two because every player, I, I, this may not even be popular. Because of his batting average, but Max Muncie continues to impress me. He's not hitting for average, but he gets he drives runs in. And right when you think he's done or he's toast, he comes through and it's like, oh, he's approaching 100 RBI. Oh, wow, he's over the 25 home run mark, over the 30 yeah. home run mark. But he's still batting 197. You know, so it's hard, but. He continues to impress me like, okay, he knows he's struggling for average, but he's still up there producing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people say I'm crazy for that, but not to me, he surprises me every time. I, he really does. I'm surprised that they haven't got rid of, rid of him for that, but he's producing. So, I mean. Yeah, I, listen, you had four players that hit uh, in 100 RBIs. Yeah. Um, Max is – so Max is that player that reminds me of of your Hall of Famer at the end of their their career, like a Reggie Jackson or something yeah. to that effect, yeah. where they're in the lineup and they may not produce for you, but two out of ten times, but they're the threat. People are gonna the batters that are batting for them are gonna get better pitches because you yeah. don't want to put people on base. Yeah. Right, uh, in front of this guy. So yeah. Max brings a lot of power to the to the lineup that you don't see. True. And I, I and I argue that with people all the time. Ah, yeah. he's batting one ninety seven. Okay, so if you don't see him on the on deck circle, you can pitch around Will Smith. Yeah, for sure. Um, you see him on the on deck circle, you don't want a two run home run, so you can't pitch around Will. You have to right. pitch to Will. Yeah, which gives yeah. Will the potential to. So there's some untangible there's. That I I like about Max. 
Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you know, it's all subjective. And batting average, there's always been that great debate about is it really that important of a stat? It is, but, oh. you know, you could bat 775 <laughs> and you've only had, you know, 10 at-bats. So it's all subjective. But, you know, I look at production, getting on base, knocking runs in, you know, home runs. Those are the things that really make or break a player. You know, hitting for average is cool because Tony Gwynn did it and made a career out of it. And and he was, you know, the, the best. I would say the best hitter that I've seen and been around. Um, but I also look at run production. Max, he may not hit for average, but he's going to get you some runs. He's going to score some runs. He's going to knock them into. So, Well, for every – I'll use the Angels, for example. For every Rod Crew that's out there that's a special player, yeah. you have the Doug DeSensei or the <laughs> Reggie Jackson that's going to go and take you deep, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. if you fill a, a team full of Rod Crews and Tony Gwynn's, that's a winning team. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. Especially yeah. in this game today. Yeah. Um, okay, so you cover a lot of hockey, so you'll, you'll understand what I'm going to make in this reference here, and I'm curious to yeah. see your thought here. Sure. You remember about 15 years ago when they sped up the game in hockey with the two-line passes? Yes. Right? Okay. Yep. Which, I don't know if you remember, but I don't know, a week or two after um, some of that stuff came out, Luke Robitaille started becoming a healthy scratch for the, the Kings. <laughs> yeah. I, the game just moved too quick for him. No Too's disrespect right. to Lucky Luke. No. He's nope, a phenomenal player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did With the pitch clock, and oh. how many times you can throw over. Yeah. Did that speed up the game and did that show that you have to be younger in this day and age in the major league baseball? Or do you think it had no bearing on it? I think for sure the pitch clock sped the game up without question. Cause you know, I'll I'll I go to plenty of Dodger games every year and all of a sudden I'm like, we're in the sixth inning? What the hell happened? You know, like that's crazy. <laughs> um, I think in the beginning though. The old heads, the old heads, so to speak. Right. Right? Probably like Max Scherzer, he, he was very vocal, you know, about the whole pitch clock thing. But I think once everybody kind of settled in and adapted to it, yeah. it, it didn't matter, veterans or rookies or whomever, people started adapting in a good way, and it completely sped up the game. What I don't like about the whole pitch clock thing is people complaining about the games going too slow. It's the national pastime. If I want to, yeah. I'm going to a game knowing it might be three and a half hours and I'm okay with it or else I wouldn't go. You yeah. know, if I want a quick sport, I'll go to a hockey game, which those are long or a basketball game. Which are, those are pretty fast. I'm not worried about how long the game takes. I want to take my time when I'm at Dodger stadium or any stadium for that matter. I want to take my time, enjoy the game. Who, 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 whoever I'm with, I want to have a good time and talk, you know, talk about the game, talk about life it's it's beautiful. I'm not mad at going home a little early either, especially when I work the games. It's like, oh, yeah, we get out of here earlier. You know, I don't have to stick around. I can, I can have a life, you know, at night. But those are, you know, princess problems or first world problems, so to speak. Yeah. But overall, as a fan, I've seen it. It's definitely made an impact. But if they never in, like brought it in, I wouldn't have had a problem with it either way. I mean, it's yeah. good for some people, I guess. I don't like that pitch because it's the strategy. Some of the strategy the pitchers is taken away, and that I don't like. You know, you could you can mess with a runner and keep throwing over there first all the time, all the time. You know, and settle in and 
get ready to do your wind up and kind of like upset the, the the batter. But now it's kind of like, okay, you better get in a routine. You got to start going. Da, 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 da. Boom, 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 boom. So, yeah, I mean, it's worked. It's definitely done what it's, you know, brought in to do. But I like the game the way it was. I'm not one of these, get off my lawn like that. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not for or against it, but I like things the way they are or were. But I, I'm I'm okay with it now, too. I, I guess I'm on the fence. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, – to me, at the beginning of the season, it drove me nuts. Yeah. Uh, they would talk about spring training games, and they'd tell you how long the game lasted. I don't yeah. care. The game is how long it is. Yeah. Listen, we don't play by a clock. This isn't hockey. This isn't basketball. This isn't football. Yeah. We play by innings. And yeah. so, you know, if you go to a hockey game, there's three 20-minute periods. Mm-hmm. Okay? And there's going to be a couple of TV timeouts. These boys are going to work really hard, so you're going to have intermissions in there. But Game starts at seven o'clock. Hockey games don't end till nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Yep. You're there for three hours, so yeah. don't complain about you know. And I, yeah, I want to double dog uh, dare somebody to go up to a hockey fan and say, "Hey, this is too long. It's ridiculous." Oh, they'll tell see, you. Go yeah, somewhere. I mean, <laughs> see how many teeth you have left over after that happens. Right. <laughs> um, so I was pleasantly surprised with the rookies this year. I was pleasantly surprised with James Altman. Oh yeah. Very surprised with Bobby Miller, who I didn't think we'd see this season. I didn't think so either. And Emmett Sheehan. Um, yeah. Emmett Sheehan and, and Bobby Miller, probably Dustin May, if he can come back healthy, and Walker mm-hmm. Beeler are kind of the future for the Dodgers. For sure. Assuming that that's the case, let's just assume everybody's healthy for the 2024 season. Is that a scary pitching staff or what? Oh, yeah, I, I definitely think it's a scary pitching staff. Bobby Miller, to me, I love that kid. I love mm-hmm. that he's not afraid of the big moment, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, and this, call me crazy, what happened to him in the playoffs was the best thing that could happen to him. Yes. Professional. Because yeah. it's like, okay, you went through it, you were on the biggest stage of your career, and you didn't do well. But you know what? You'll learn from it. And mm-hmm. and he's the type of pitcher, type of player. He has that no nonsense attitude. He's not afraid. He'll throw at you. He'll throw inside. He's not intimidated by you. He's a go getter. And that dude is the future. So with the, the 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 arms that we have coming up, you know, once they're all healed and you know they've been seasoned a little bit, this 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 pitching staff can go a long way. You know, there's a long bright future for these kids, man. And I can see them doing a lot of great things for the Dodgers. I really can, as long as they can stay healthy, you know, they have the right coaching, you know, if they continue at that rate and have all the things I just mentioned, these guys can be the real deal. They really can. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, you know, if I was Dave and, and I'm not, um, but if I was Dave, I would have gone into the, I would have pulled Bobby into my office that night yeah. after the game and said, Listen, kid, you weren't even supposed to be here until next season. Yeah. What you did was nothing short of phenomenal. You went mm-hmm. out there like a heart of a champion, and you did everything you possibly knew how to, but yep. you've never pitched in this type of environment, and I'm so proud of you. I don't care that you gave up four runs. Yeah. Okay? You know, you're you're 20-something years old. You're going to be here a lot. So just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah, that could have been the best conversation right there, and it may have uh, happened. Who knows? It may have happened. Knowing Dave Roberts, um, having been around him as a player and as a manager, 
I I would not have doubted that that hasn't happened because the, the 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 guys like him a lot. He's he's a player's manager and he knows how to massage eagles and coddle people when they need it or to get in their rear end when they need to do that as well. And someone like Bobby Miller, someone like, you know, Walker Bueller, all these cats, uh, like, I like where we're headed with these guys. Like you said, Bobby Miller wasn't even supposed to be here this year. And guess what? He was. You know, it's just like, uh, what's that that movie, Clerks? I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Well, you know. (laughs) You're here. (laughs) Right. So he's here, and and he's ready for the big time. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Like I was saying earlier, the the worst thing that could have happened to him happened already, and the best thing all at the same time. Now he knows what to expect. He knows what the postseason's like. He knows what a seasonal grind is like. So it's like, all right, let's go. Let's make it happen. I'm ready to do this. And Dodgers got a, a good one, good staff on their hands, man. I, I like what, what 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 we see and what we're about to see. I really do. Okay, so I'm going to ask a follow up question about the players' manager, um, okay. and then I'm going to ask you your final question. Okay, so we'll sure. do one first. Okay, because okay, we top ten rivalry followers. I know it's Wednesday morning. I know you guys are on your way to work. We could do this all day long. All day. We could have our own day, own show all day long, like <laughs> eight hour show. You know, you guys would have to pay us a little bit. I mean, my going rate is a little less than than Jake's is. I mean, I I only need one hundred and fifty <laughs> a year. This guy wants four hundred thousand. So listen, I just want you want free, us free, all eight hours. Drop one hundred k jet ride box, and you're good. Free jet rides like Kevin Brown when he was at the Dodgers, you know, a couple there you of those go. rides for my family, you know, be good. Latrell <laughs> Sprewell, I got to support my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll take later. you back to the 90s right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So, uh, follow-up question on the player's manager. Uh, okay. Earlier this week, actually, it was last weekend. I shouldn't say earlier this week. It was last weekend. Uh-huh. Dusty Baker got kicked out of a game, and he went ballistic. Yeah. Um, rightfully so. I understand why he was go- getting upset, and that yeah. fired up his team, and they won. Yeah. Do you think? Now I've talked to some of the Houston quote unquote faithful, and they love him. They love him for that. Oh yeah. Do you think that that endured to his players? Him doing that? Oh, one hundred percent. Because he went out there defending his players, and Dusty's not. He's a really even killed guy for the most part. Like, haven't been around him. Interviewed him a couple times. Always even killed. Always nice. So when Dusty's pissed off, there's a reason. And yeah. his players 100% fed off of that. You know, he's the ultimate players manager. So when they saw him go through that, didn't get booted out, they weren't going to waste this opportunity to, to you know, so much stick up for their manager. And they came through in a big way. And I hate to say that about Houston, but yeah. I give them their props, minus the trash can. But <laughs> Yes, minus the trash can. Exactly. <laughs> I would say it. You know, I'm still bitter. But um, yeah, one hundred percent. That that fired up the team, and, and they were like, "Okay, you put your neck out there for us. We're gonna do the same for you." I mean, he's pounded on stuff. He pulls the yeah. Bobby V, where he goes into the clubhouse and comes back out, <laughs> kind of right. takes a look around the court. I like. Yeah. I mean, he was. It was, yeah. it was awesome. For I sure. mean, I I will say, speaking of the Astros, I will say this though, man. I don't know about you, but. I would have, for the most part, this entire postseason been walking Jordan Alvarez. That guy, yeah. that guy yeah. is hitting four thirty six, four thirty eight, something like that. He hit this, us uh, this postseason. It's insane. He, would, he wouldn't see a baseball if I was pitching. Hey, it, it'd been like, yeah, let's walk him. Yeah. Okay. Bases loaded. Bases <laughs> yeah. loaded. One out. 
We're yeah. up by two. We're down by one. I don't care. Just put him on because he can yep. do some damage. Yeah, that, that guy's been hot. He's been hot in the postseason. So, yeah, I, I would not throw to him. <laughs> I, I interviewed a guy that one time I'm going to get you two on a live together, but he goes by Big Dave. And okay. Big Dave is a Houston fan. And every time I say something on a live when he's on or interview that, that you know, he doesn't like, he just holds up the tweet. The Dodgers have acquired Josh Fields in exchange for Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks for nothing. Yeah, thanks. That Appreciate hurts. that. Dagger to the heart. Yeah, good looking wow. out for us, man. <laughs> exactly. All right, final question for you. Yes, sir. Um, what are you looking forward to in the 2024 season? I And so just give me some of the things where you think we're strong and some of the things where we might want to kick it up into high gear. Well, I, I really look forward to seeing these group of guys playing again. I, I really think just watching them, being around them, being in the clubhouse, seeing them before games, at batting practice, on the road, just like they like playing with each other, they playing for each other and working together. I, I love the closeness of the team. Um, I, I'm looking forward to all of our players that weren't healthy coming back stronger than ever. Um, but I do worry how many great players we can get with the salary cap and whatnot. And that's what scares me. Like we need one more strong starting arm, at least one, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. one, you know, and if we don't get it, we're in trouble. We are in big trouble because the offense can only carry you so far, you know, when they show up. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the main thing that scares me or I'm worried about, you know, is uh, uh, acquiring some strong arms. I mean, I like what Joe Kelly did. I like, you know, Kike coming back. That that re-energized the fan base and him. And he played well when he came back, you know. And that could be another surprise of, of the season that I was like, oh, Kike. You know, they love him. You know, so, yeah. I, I, I want to see these guys run it back with a healthy squad. But I'm really worried the Dodgers can't pull off at least one more starter. You know, you have plenty of people down on the farm and, and all these great, you know, potential great players and whatnot – why not get rid of some of our prospects and get a strong arm? Why not? You know, that's what worries me. That's the biggest worry I have right now. Pitching. I'm not worried about the offense. I'm worried about the pitching. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I just just between you and me here, they've reached out and asked if I want to lace them up, but I, I sent them to voicemail. I don't have time. I, I don't, I'm running man, top fan. You you got one more in you, man. Come on, one more yeah, season. Yeah, no, I am running top fan. I had to send a voicemail. Magic called, they sent him a voicemail. Dave called, they sent him a voicemail. Yeah, I you know, texted I, him and I said, "Hey, listen, I'm on with Jake today. You know, this Wednesday. Come on, like, I mean, bring it on." But none but, of them responded back. So, I, but you, well, you know, it's funny you say that because they actually asked me if I could convince you to come back. <laughs> <and do that. laughs> so I was going to do that right now, but. But since you said, you know, you're sending sending them the voicemail, I, I will spare the embarrassment of trying to ask you to come and, and, and give us, you know, at least one one last season. So I won't do that, you know. But I tried. Right. I tried, Magic. Magic, I yeah. tried. I did Ma- my best. Magic, he tried. Magic, here's the deal. If you'll pay me half of Clayton's salary last year and you'll split it between myself and, and Jake, I'm in. But if you're not going to pay, if you're not going to let me split it between Jake and I, I'm not going to do it. I just can't. Yeah. I don't have time. I'm running top hand. 
magic i need that and i'll just take 10 percent, bill i don't need half you know i'll take 10 percent of whatever you make you know finder's fee finder's fee you know <laughs> there you go well, top Dad rivalry followers i always love visiting with jake man he is a great great guy as always as you're listening to this make sure you look at the post that we posted um because you're going to want to follow him he's got great stuff he does his own podcast as well um he he lets you know how he feels, which is great. And if you're listening to his podcast, you never walk away going, I wonder how Jake felt about that. Because he'll tell you. He'll tell you. <laughs> I, I'm not afraid to speak the truth or my no, truth. You know? No, I'm sir. Not, no, sir. Not, yeah, I let the Dodgers have it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. And I, 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 I know. <laughs> from the team themselves, like, hey, uh, you know, you work with us from time to time. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not afraid to say it. If you have to let me go, you got to let me go. But I'm still a fan. I'm yeah. still a fan. But, yeah, I have no problem. You know, I, I listen back and I'm like, that's a little harsh. But I didn't feel bad about it. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> oh, you gotta absolutely. Do what you got to do. Absolutely. <laughs> Top 10 rivalry followers are so grateful that you listen to us on your drive. And, Jake, thank you so much for spending your Wednesday with us. Absolutely. Let's do it again soon. Absolutely. Anytime. You know that. You bet. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir.